1: Sports city, Sports city, chef, chef, Sports city, sport city, chef, chef, sports city, sport city, shep, chefs, Sport city, sport city, Yes, Lord, we got a brand new present. Joe Biden, we and I pray you haven't seen. Word from the wise, my people stay ahead. Of. Come on, I've been relevant, trying to survive the elements. It ain't no love in these streets, these dudes telling it. Case goes from cold to hot states. Boom, sports city chefs is in the room Cooking up hot topics to put up on your spoon They well in tune, bloom like a flower in June Superman vs. MF Doom, the clouds loom To tell a friend it's the sports city chefs again Pay attention, tune in, we on the set again Sports city, sports city chefs, chefs Uh. Yes, yes,
0: yes. What's going on, Sports City? It's your boy, Sirius, back at the helm with the NFL front office show and the free-for-all depending upon what we're talking about today. I got a lot on my mind. We got a lot to talk about. But before we get started, freeway talk, let's <laughs> Nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine. 929 Locking with those four-city chef for the next. I, I don't even know, man. I, I don't even know how long it's going to roll, man. And, again, I got a lot to talk about, and I'm, I'm, I'm just going to talk my stuff, man. But you guys all to do this by myself. Um, I got my co-host with me, and listen, listen, listen. Before I even get the man in here, my man done wrote an article talking about You know, the the Giants, and you get a finger food talking about the Giants. Um, So, I'm going to try my best to not poke at this man, but it's villain, man. What's going on, my guy? How are you doing this evening, sir? Uh,
3: Villain. Super villain. We here. We in the building. It's a a nice uh, Tuesday. NFL free for all. Listen, everybody's been poking the villain since Sunday night, so I, I don't expect any different. Might as well keep it going, keep it rolling, Keep it rolling.
0: You know, the funny thing about it is, sir, like people who's probably been poking you are are, are probably those who were in the winner circle this week. Unfortunately, I much rather have gotten beat 30 to nothing than 30 to seven. Um, It was just a a horrible, horrible performance uh, Mm. for for our two ball clubs, And I'm sure we're going to have enough time to talk about that. Let me get Mr. Harvey in the
4: building. Mr. Harvey, how are we doing this evening, sir? Hey, I I get to be in the winter circle this weekend. So, uh it wasn't pretty like you said. We'll probably have time to break these games down. But I'm okay and then uh, uh different sport. I know this is not the subject tonight, but Atlanta's a couple innings away from reducing their magic number to 2 for the division. So, uh I'll take that as well. Uh, but, yeah, man, I'm doing all right. It's always a pleasure to chop it up with you guys. It, it's a pleasure and a privilege always, my guys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Definitely shout-out to
0: you uh, as and, and the Saints who, again, got themselves in the winner's circle. Um, you know, LSU's doing their thing. so they bounce back, um, as, you know, we, we would expect. Um yeah, got a lot to talk about, man. Got a lot to talk about. Um, and I'm, I'm just going to start um, what, what, what took place yesterday, man. News and notes from around the league. Aaron Rodgers was confirmed to have torn his his, ace, uh, his Achilles, uh, which means his season is done, putting him on the show for with the likes of J.K. Dobbins for the Baltimore Ravens with the same injury. Um, Deontay Johnson the Pittsburgh Steelers, according to Mike Tomlin, um, is going to be gone for a couple of weeks. Cam Hayward also the Pittsburgh Steelers is gone for a couple of weeks. Um, The the Panthers cornerback uh, Horn is out for a couple of weeks. Um, Joey's kid. Joey's kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gone for a couple of weeks. Um, Let's see. The Seahawks lose the offensive tackle and and uh, a veteran, Peters, to the to, to, to the practice squad with probably understanding that he's going to get caught up to the active roster here in a little bit. Um, again, I, I don't even know where to start um, with this. Um, let's talk about the injuries that, that took place. Um, obviously, the big one coming out the gate, Aaron Rodgers, is gone uh, for the 2023 season. But I, I'll come to you. Uh, speak about the significance of, of that particular injury. And if you are the New York Jets, um, do you make a move? I know Robert Sala said he doesn't appreciate people writing the obituary on the Jets um, after week one due to Rogers' injury. But let's face it, um, Zach Wilson is not Aaron Rodgers. Zach Wilson is not.
1: Uh, a a legitimate
0: quarterback Uh, we've seen the writing on the wall there but give me your take on the New York Jets Aaron Rodgers injury and what they do uh, going forward
3: yeah I mean it's it's pretty significant it's pretty heartbreaking if you're a Jets fan like they've gone through this plenty of times right Um, you know in my lifetime I think I was a senior in high school uh, when Benny Testaverde ruptured his Achilles the uh, week one at Giants Stadium, Bill Parcells last season, that's when my dad was heavy into the Jets, um, you know, you know, thinking about my dad. But, um, you know, Chad Pennington, uh, he had the shoulder injuries. He was never the same after that shoulder injury. I think it was like week five or week six or something like that.
2: Um,
3: you know, Brett Favre you know, when he was got injured with the Jets, they were never the same. So, you know, for a guy that played only four snaps and not, you know, really, you know, live up to the potential is, is heartbreaking. You know, Rodgers was really you know, when he said he when he came out of that retreat and he said he was ready to play, he was all in, right? He was really invested there in the off season programs which he hadn't really done for the last couple of years. He even played in a preseason game. The whole move the the, the whole trajectory of the 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 Jets and the the money that the league invested in the Jets, right, with Hard Knocks and all that stuff. So it's you could see how high that that was. The atmosphere was really high to go from that to where they are now. You know, they they still got a really good defense. Um, they got a good run, two, one two punch in the running game. Um, it's up to Zach Wilson, right? Zach Wilson has to take what he's learned from Aaron Rodgers in this last month or two or longer and really apply it. I think, you know, he showed some guts really coming back throwing that touchdown pass to to Garrett Wilson and really getting the Jets back in the game after he really struggled early in the game. Um, and they're going to need a lot more of that. I think you got to stick with him. Um, I think you bring in a veteran. If it doesn't work out with, with Zach Wilson um, after a couple of games, I think you lean on the veteran. I, I In my mind, I'm, I'm making a trade for Jameis, or um, I'm try, maybe – I'm going I to pick Percent with fit because you need a mobile quarterback. Maybe it's a Carson Wentz. But um, I got to make a move to at least get a veteran in the, in the building and then go from there.
0: Yeah, you know, it's funny, you know, um, you mentioned, mentioned making a move for uh, a quarterback. Before we press on, let me get the head honcho T. He decided to, you know, take off his... You know, tie loosened up,
5: whatever, man. KTP, what's going on, my guy? How we doing, sir? Wait, if you gonna say it, you gotta say it, right, man? I don't, I don't, I don't you know, miss me with that. Miss me with that. I don't took off <laughs> <up> my blazer, <laughs> loosened up the tie, stepped aside. The kitchen timeless is alive. So, um, are you okay, Aaron? Are you okay, Aaron? Are you okay? Are you okay, Aaron? You no, like like there's a lot like, of there, There's a lot of Aaron problems. Do you know that? Pun intended. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron oh. Simmons, you know this, this, this is this is getting pretty particular, man. Um I I don't know, but um I'm all right. How you doing, sir? let, let, let me start that way since you try to be funny with my introduction, young
0: <laughs> I'm good, sir, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, man It's uh, It's been an interesting couple of days And before we even go on, man here's uh, the thing, like, I knew it would be a matter of time Before I seen or heard from this dude Breaking news in the building man. what's going on, man? How we doing today, sir?
6: What's good, boys? How you guys been? On this wonderful Tuesday evening, just wanted to uh, stop in. Been listening to the shows the last couple of weeks. Very serious, you guys have been holding it down, man. What's good, Sports City?
2: What's good, you, you know
0: what's our history?
2: Like that's I'm the only person at you shot out? out?
0: Okay, no problem. Okay,
2: I'm ho- okay. Hey, hey been Listen, right? You didn't address anybody else in the kitchen. You came right <laughs> in the kitchen and right to series. You didn't say, "What's up, villain? What's up, Mister Harvey?" Are you okay? 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 You've been hit by you've been hit by a smooth criminal.
3: That's what you did. So
5: right Okay, so right. worse bro, Wait, hold hold on Bricause he tried to put he tried to shoot me from the side. Well, I thought, like, I know, thought he, he unmuted t- me and it was my intro, but okay, go ahead. Right, he shot me in my side. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I <laughs> got and I didn't think he has been well, doing. <laughs> like I feel like Nas came in They hold the
6: dagger there for a minute. I wasn't done.
5: <laughs> okay, but you
6: ain't even no problem. I'm chillin'. I'm chilling. Hey, listen, listen, Timeless is limping a little bit right now. He's dragging he's dragging the right foot, but listen, I I, I was given homage and proper respect to Barry and to Sirius for doing a great job on the NFL front office show. Listen to last week's episode, listen to this week's episode. Timeless if it was the sport if it was the Sun the Round Table if it was the Sunday morning brunch, you would have got the shout out. But you're a, you're a guest just like I am today. Wait. Ain't nobody gets in the building, man. We all family. You know how your
0: apron's still hanging up. Anytime you want to pull that thing, go off and start cooking, Mr. Hughes, you're welcome into the building. Uh, but you, we're know, press on, you notice man, he doesn't come
4: back talking. until his team beats your team. He hasn't been here much. I mean, his team beats your team. And hello. Oh. What you know what? Uh, Here's the deal. Here's
2: the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'm
4: sorry. Hit,
0: you,
6: who's that guy again? Oh, my God. This drama's going, man. Pau, 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 pau. Pau, pau.
2: Hey,
5: Eric, hey, listen,
6: listen You You're Because I'm here every week You're right you, know, you You are here every week But what you don't realize is Six, seven, eight, nine, ten years ago I was here every week When the Niners were dog meat And I was on the radio show And I was taking criticism of every week This has very little to do with the 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 on field and everything to do with the opportunity. I'm actually at the hospital right now, and I've got a mini breaking news uh, about to be born. So my first grandson oh, is a, on the congratulations, way. Congratulations, man! That's exciting. Congratulations. Congratulations. Way, man, I'm
4: just busting your chops that you hadn't been here in a while. I got to give you a little bit of a heart. Hey, listen,
6: if you didn't, if you didn't, I'd wonder what what was wrong. So I appreciate that.
0: <laughs> Anyways, gentlemen, now that all you know, the the, the, the the throne of the food is over. Uh back to the task at hand. Um breaking news, let me come to you next. You know what I'm saying? Aaron Rodgers is gone from the New York Jets. Uh, where do you see this Jets team going and you know, to to Dylan's point, do they bring in a, a veteran he mentioned, Carson Wentz maybe who you know, anybody you think they need to bring in or you think they're gonna lay stand the cut?
6: I I think it's difficult because, number one, I think it's always difficult to bring in somebody midseason that doesn't know the playbook, that doesn't know the offense, that you don't know how they're going to mesh with the other personalities in that locker room. Now, if we are to believe what we heard uh, on, quote-unquote, hard knocks by the media, you hear what, you know, unquestionably their top players Like uh, Wilson, Sauce Gardner, they all had very complimentary things to say about Zach Wilson and his, uh, you know, maturation over the course of the last year. The humbling experience of becoming the backup even after being a top pick. I'm not saying anoint the kid, but I think he's earned a shot. I mean, let's remember, maybe Buffalo is not quite as good as we thought they were, but they were playing Buffalo and you might as well just call it a neutral site. They're both from, they're both from right around the corner, and we know which team which team has had more success recently. And you know what? When Zach Wilson needed to make plays, he did. He stepped up. He looked really good in moments. And yes, there was some moments that were shaky, but I think just like you said, um, it is a shame. It is a shame to see Aaron Rodgers go down like that. Because for no other reason than this, the Giants are, are, excuse me, the Jets are a big market team. And I can tell you for as long as I've been a Niners fan, and they were pretty bad before the 90s, um, the Jets have also equally had about the same amount of non-success. And to see this team poised to make the playoffs, to see this team poised to have you know, potential pro bowlers at every level on offense and defense to have a good offensive line, to have a one-two punch, maybe maybe like, unlike anything we've seen in the NFL, and to lose your all-world Hall of Fame caliber quarterback on the first drive, I mean, it's a gut punch. So to see them fight back and play as well as they did, like, more power to them. I, I, I really, truly, honestly wish the Jets all the best. I hope they can figure it out, but I think it's going to be really difficult. Like specifically Carson Wentz, I, don't, I just don't know if he is a good fit for that locker room and that city at this point in his career. I'm not saying he's not. I just, I worry about when you have a lot of young guys bringing in somebody that maybe isn't a team first type guy.
5: Right,
2: right. If I, I can respect, start a fight before you start it,
5: wait, wait before, before you go, can I start a fight right now? I won't start a fight. Can I start a fight, please? Hey, no, It's your hold kitchen.
2: Hold you hold built hold it. Hold on a second. Hold on a we, 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 we can't be fighting just yet, sir. We can't be fighting
0: just yet. No, no,
5: no. no. I'm not, no, I'm not trying to start a fight go, like with say, me and somebody else. No, cause I I didn't I didn't get to even finish my address, cause I got shot in the side. Like I'm I'm walking to the hospital <laughs> with Barry Clinton, okay. Barry Clinton. Cause I was really trying, I was really trying to get at Brian, but y'all 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 helping him out. Right? I, I really feel like Cain slew Abel, if y'all know the Bible. But um, <laughs> this this is the wild part, right? So everybody talking about the jet situation, right? Yo, I'm gonna say this uh-huh. here right now. This is a hot. This is a hot take, fresh in the kitchen. Yo, the Bills are not that good. The Bills. Matt Milano in that defense, Matt Milano is probably, he's probably the strongest piece of that team. Forget just the defense. He's probably one of the biggest pieces. Today, just white look bad in that game. The secondary iffy situation. They offense, the only thing that was rolling was James Cook. James Cook, the only thing going. How many times do Josh Allen get to dodge the bullet? And now he's cursing on TV, saying same stuff, different day. It's him. It looked like Brian Dable going to the Giants. Took the the you know the kryptonite and put it right in his face like he's no longer Superman no more mm-hmm. like the Bills have an issue and I think it starts with Josh Allen, Diggs Dig might be on to something Diggs trying to leave something might be up because the Bills do not look good and um to be honest they might be a threat with the, the Patriots to be at the bottom of that division to so
4: be honest I want to and I want the same it like listen he I, ends I, up if he ends up with 13 picks this, this year.
3: Hold, the, look, I I, 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 I hold on, I, 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 I kind of
2: disagree with one,
3: one, one thing. I think the Bills are good. I think Josh Allen's the problem. Ever since Josh Allen got the bag, he's been trash. Like, let's let's be 100% on this. Like, he's been absolute trash, and you are so right, T.P. Stefan Diggs has had the whole off season to stew, and he's been pissed ever since that that playoff game, and it's for a reason. Because of that dude, number 17, that's been throwing away games. Like, the interceptions he threw last night were unacceptable. Like, don't – rolling to the left, throwing, like, 50 yards downfield, the middle of the field, throwing it up for grabs. Like, we, we used to do that in high school. We don't do that in the NFL. Like, what are you doing? Like, absolute on, trash. Dude. Josh Allen needs to
2: get it together.
5: But well, Barry, hold on, hold on, uh, Barry, before you try to get away from the full team, you just saying to Josh Allen, where the rest of the team at? Because I had, I had Gabe Davis last year. I, 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 had, I had Gabe Davis in the seat, yo, and everybody thought he was going to blow up in that second year last yeah. year. He didn't do crap. Where was he yesterday? Where's the rest of the supporting cast in that receiver court? That receiver court, they can't even get open. Big the only one that just makes something happen. I mean, Kick paid here and there, but Dawson Knox, he was supposed to be a, a hit. At least last year, I mean, and, I, you know, Lord forgive me, his brother passed away, so I feel like he was dealing with something. You know what I'm saying? But Dawson not supposed to be a target uh-huh. for that to happen. Dawson not going to get um, separation. That's why they brought in Kincaid. Kincaid is supposed to be a potential replacement, and he didn't really have that big game also. That, that whole team go down, even though I'm putting a lot of the blame on Josh Allen. I, I, I'm glad that you do agree with me, but don't none of them miss it. I think Jay Cook was the only one in that office outside of, no, Diggs and Cook the only two that was moving the ball in that office. Up in that back office was a well, no-show.
4: I want the same this, energy. If his hold,
0: hold, 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 hold. let me say let me, let me say this, and I'll correct you, Mr. Harvey. You know, I I, I, I think the biggest issue that we have with the Buffalo Bills um, is the fact that we are expecting way too much out of them. Let's not get – Let's not not get confused here. Gabe Davis is going to do what Gabe Davis does. He is going to give you two catches for, you know, 30-some-odd yards, or he's going to give you two catches for 130 yards and two touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? There is no in-between. And so the simple fact that the Buffalo Bills did not do anything, and, again, we we, we, we said this from the moment go. They didn't do anything to improve their lineup on the offensive defense side of football. They lose a defensive uh a player in Edmonds. They don't improve the offensive line. And yes, to villain's to point, ever since Josh Allen has gotten the bag and he's now on the cover of Madden, and getting all this other type of stuff, he has been trash. I said this, I, I said this privately, and I'm gonna say it publicly. If you place Josh and Cam Newton next to each other, outside of the color of the skin, they are the same guy. They rely on their big arm to throw into tight windows. They can't read they struggle to read defenses and they're a hella athletic. They can run the football, they're six foot five and they do all the things. But when it comes down to actual quarterback play, if it's not wide open, wide open, they're not making the throw. If you have to sit there and methodically move the ball down the field on a consistent basis versus defenses who don't give a damn who you are, they cannot do it. And so, Harvey, talk to me, man. Since you pivoted off of Aaron Rodgers and went to talk about Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, I'm with the smoke. Talk to me about Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, man. How do you feel?
4: I want the same energy. If he ends up with double-digit picks this year, I want the same type of energy that everybody had for Dak Prescott last season. That's that's what I want to say. Talk about so, it. Talk
2: about cause it. Because Prescott.
5: Because Pres- I won't, I won't duck none of them. I don't, I don't know if you know who I am. I will talk about you. No, no,
4: no. And, and I know. And I'm and I'm, I'm, not – I agree. I know that you won't. What I'm saying is uh, – mainstream media was quick to criticize Prescott last year. And yeah, he didn't have, uh, he didn't have a good year. He threw more picks than he had thrown in his career, but his numbers overall touchdowns to interceptions over the course of his career have been pretty solid. Uh, If Josh Allen ends up throwing the same kind of, uh, you know, putting up the same kind of interceptions and listen four in your first game, does not look promising for the rest of this year. Now, I mean, the good the good thing is you got sixteen more to <laughs> to try to disprove this. But all I'm saying is, uh, mainstream people we we real quick uh, they, they're real real quick they are real quick to really say well, especially when it comes to black quarterbacks, this guy's not it or whatever.
2: Uh-huh.
4: Uh, I want the same energy for, for I want the same energy for Josh Allen if his interception numbers are anywhere close to what Dak Prescott's were last year. I want people to question whether or not he's the franchise guy and if this franchise needs to move on. Uh, otherwise, like, uh, I mean, let's just keep it a bean. You know, I mean,
2: honestly,
3: I think – CP makes a good point, though.
4: Like, I'm sorry,
3: Siri. CP makes the point that Gabe Davis is hit or miss, and he's been missed more than he's been a hit. Like, we looked at that uh, that playoff game, where Josh Allen was a a drive away from getting to the championship game. Gabe Davis had the, the game of his life. And what have these guys done since then, right? Um, you know, Stefan Diggs sees the window closing. You don't get a lot of cracks at the uh, at the at the, the championship and, you know, this team is throwing it away basically, right? Josh Allen's throwing it away. And I agree with you, you know, Dak deserves the same energy that that or Josh Allen deserves the same energy as Dak but
2: that's
3: quarterback of America's team, right? Like, there's a different level of scrutiny that comes with being the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Like, ask Troy Aikman, ask Tony Romo, ask Danny White. You know what I mean? You can go back as far as that or Roger Starman. It's a different, it's a different animal in Dallas. But I agree, guys. Like Josh Allen, I, I think I heard a stat today. Like he, since he signed that contract. He's thrown like forty something picks or forty something turnovers. Yeah. I mean, like okay. Let me give it, it, okay. it's alarming, like how bad he's been. But he gets the pat because you see the potential, or you see, you saw him, you saw him perform in the playoffs, right? Like he had that one game where he performed.
4: Okay, let me give you another one. Then let me give you one more, real quick, before we move on. So, uh, Lamar Jackson. I always had a reputation for being a run-first quarterback. Can he throw the ball or whatever else? Josh Allen, his first year or two in the league, made more plays with his legs than he did with his arm, right, until he got Brian Dayball. Once Daybo left, those numbers are starting to come down. So, once again, I want the same energy. Okay, let's question whether or not he could be a consistent passer and is he a run-first guy. Sure, he's not as explosive as Lamar, but let's, 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 let's put the same questions out to Josh Allen as we do to Lamar Jackson. Let, let, well, let's let's uh, let's, stop let's, for, be let's be fair.
0: Well, can we stop I, trying I to put Josh Allen? Can we stop trying to put Josh Allen on the same level as you know Joe Burrow and, and Patrick Mahomes and yeah. Jalen Hurts and these guys? You know, because mm-hmm. for, for, for for me, gentlemen, and again, we we can keep moving and, and breaking news. I'm, I'm I'm gonna come to you next to even close it down, uh, with this discussion. But for for me, gentlemen, I am not impressed. I am, I'm not. Like, there are 32 quarterbacks in this league. All of them have a big arm. But if they made the same boneheaded mistakes that Josh Allen has made routinely, routinely, like, I, 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 I was talking to a guy today, and he said, well, the, the Jets are a bad mashup. Are you guys aware of the fact that this man led the league last year in turnovers in the red zone? This is the same type of stuff that if C.J. Stroud did – this upcoming year, we would be like, you know, he's a rookie. You know, he has to figure it out. Josh Allen got the bag. Josh Allen is a franchise quarterback. Josh Allen is a guy that the Buffalo Bills plan to build a team around and potentially lead them to a Super Bowl. You can't be turning the ball over at this type of a clip and expect to be on a pedestal of a Patrick Mahomes or, or Joe Burrow, who he struggled to beat. Go, Brian, talk, talk to me, man. Talk to me about the situation. Close it down.
6: I'm going to – I'm gonna take a different tack because I mean you guys have all clearly explained the the struggles and the issues that Josh Allen has had. You guys have very eloquently pointed out the fact that, you know, Deck gets absolutely crushed um for throwing fifteen picks. And, you know, when you look at Allen, he routinely throws double digit picks every year. It's that's that's not unheard of or out of the out of the norm for him. But because he runs as well or because he routinely, you know, does these other things, um, I'm just going to keep it 100 with you boys. I don't think it has anything to do with color. I think it has everything to do with Dak needing to win the big game, Dak needing to win in the playoffs, Dak needing to win against an Eagles, a San Francisco, a Detroit. Like, win has, the, and this isn't a Dak problem. This is a Cowboys problem. But when is the last time the Cowboys won a a significant playoff game that they were even money or, you know, uh, an underdog? Went into somebody else's house and won. It it just doesn't happen. So is the criticism unjust? Absolutely. But the one thing you can say about Allen is he has won playoff games. He has won on the road and won playoff games. Now, all the criticism that you guys are giving, 100% warranted. And I appreciate the fact that somebody brought up Brian Dayball because I think when Brian Dayball left in 2022, I think you see a different player. I really do. I don't care what anybody says. I think when, I think when, you, uh, when you have a top ten offensive mind and you are scheming up plays, you can scheme people open. I think the problem what you're seeing now is they are not scheming people open. And so, basically, Diggs is just trying to win one-on-one, and Allen is frantically looking around the rest of the field trying to find somebody that's open. It might have been TP that said this, but I don't know if you guys, like, how closely you watched the game, but I watched the All-22. They didn't have open players. There was no separation. The Giants were all mm-hmm. over I it, them. I don't know. thought I thought about you. And listen, and to boot, what is a quarterback's – it doesn't matter who you are. What is a quarterback's best friend? You could say the tight end, but I'm going to say end. a strong running game. I'm going to say a strong running and game. Cook but Cook was
5: working. But Cook was working. He he was was working. Cook was working, though. Yeah. Cook was working. Yeah, they,
6: they were running the ball. In the first They're quarter, but ball. listen, Ty, they they went away from the running game. And, and I'm going I'm to stick on my laurels that the reason they scored three points in the second half is because they basically changed their game plan to have him drop back and throw 45 times, which was not the way to win that game. The defense was playing really well on the defensive line. I think holding, I think holding the Jets to 22, if you're going into that game, now granted, you didn't know that Rodgers was going to be ousted. But if you would have told me, hey, at the end of the fourth quarter, the Jets are going to have 16, there's not a Bills fan alive that wouldn't say, yep, I'll take that. The defense did their job. The problem was solely on the fact that the offense could not move the ball in the second half. They were not picking up first down, and they were not staying ahead of the chains. How many times was Josh Allen third and eight, third and nine, third and 12? You can't win games like that. And all I'm going to say is this. Mm -hmm. Patrick Mahomes obviously gets a pass because we know he's all-world. He's won Super Bowls. He's won big games. He literally had people on his back. But no discredit to the Detroit Lions – but he looks pretty mortal without Travis Kelsey. It is hard to win in the NFL. It's even harder when you've got guys that can't get open, and it's super hard when you've got guys like Kadarius Tony on the team. That's all I gotta say.
5: That, you you can, everything I said, Brian. Oh my God, I feel like I got church going on in here. Lord, man, I'm telling you, I, could, could nobody else get separated other than Diggs in that, in that receiver core? Nobody else. And Diggs touchdown. He, Josh Allen had to scramble like a mug to throw that little pitch and catch damn near across the line of scrimmage to make that pass. Lord forgive me for I know not what I do. I'm giving him a four-year <laughs> window. I'm talking about Joshua Allen. Four-year window of him being healthy because he, he think he's going to keep pulling that I'm holding the ball forever and scramble when I want because I'm 6'5 and 240 <laughs> yep. and I can deal with the lumber that they land. Somebody going to pop the holy cream out of him and he's going to yep. be done like that's like one of them true. biggest. The Rogers Rogers yeah. injury for the simple tackle. Like I don't blame everybody like turf this grass that that wasn't even no turf monster hit no. or that, that was, was, simple sack. That was a simple tackle. He didn't, he didn't fall on his leg or nothing. That was a simple tackle, that was a simple sack. It was nothing crazy. Josh Allen the way that he playing with a, a house fire, he's going to burn in a 4 year window. I'm giving him that. If not, his his career could collapse especially if um if big lead, if big lead next year, in two years, Doc Allen gonna be, it's going to be bad in Buffalo. It's going to be bad. Can we,
6: can we just quickly acknowledge this, though, guys? Can we just quickly acknowledge this? I'm serious. You brought this up. You have a team that's won at least 13 games each of the last two years. You're consistently in the AFC championship game. How do you not bring in more weapons? Like, I know they yeah. drafted a second tight end, but, like, how do you not bring in a legitimate wide receiver how do you not bring in a legitimate backup running back when there's all these guys on the market that nobody wants to pay? How do you got
3: the offensive that, line? That's, that's what I mean. Like the, the, the offense is flawed because they have an okay running back. They, they have a really good receiver, eh, number two and number three. Uh, They've just got a tight end. But then to TP's point, Josh Allen is reckless. He's reckless with the ball. He's reckless with his body. He is reckless. And, it, and he's going he's gonna to get hurt, and he, he's going to hurt this team with his poor play. Like,
2: this,
3: it, ball leaving is the worst thing that happens, though, because Patrick Mahomes wanted to play the same way, get the ball down the field, throw, it, throw the deep ball. He had to take what the defense gave him because they were playing cover two shell behind all the receivers. And guess what? He won a Super Bowl like that. It can be done. And Josh Allen hasn't gotten mm-hmm. to that point yet. He's reckless. You he
2: needs to patient. take
3: care of the ball. He needs to take care of his body. And he better, he better shape up or, like TP said, Diggs is going to be out and it's going to get really lonely in Buffalo because they get cold
2: up there, too.
0: <laughs> it does. It does, man. Before we press on, call the numbers 929-477-2759. Uh, lots of little sports city shoves. Before we press on, man, we've got to pay some bills. Shout out to PHI Barrel. <laughs>
3: This portion of our program is brought to you by PHI Apparel Company. PHI Apparel Company provides unique designs and high-quality clothing for the great fans of the Philadelphia area. With their original designs for all, there's no doubt that they'll stand out in the crowd. Act now and listeners can use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off any apparel when you shop online at PHIapparel.co. That's PHIapparel.co co. Remember to use the promo code Chefs for fifteen percent off. Act now while supplies last. I'm gonna keep one more fight
5: in that that going, I'm, I'm gonna keep that going. Hold on, Shout a, a lot of people P-HR in here. For, I'm, can i next. Go P- I
2: got
5: the
0: promo real quick.
5: Boy, Go you got him.
0: Thank you, sir. Shout out yeah. to PhI apparel for sponsoring today's show, um, along with the rest of the other here in Sports City, chefs. Um, the network, man. KP, keep, keep talking,
5: what was What's on your mind, man? A lot of people in here, y'all owe Lamar an apology. A lot of people in here do. A lot of people was <laughs> up in here screaming, oh, Josh Allen better than Lamar Jackson. Lamar finally got weapons. He look all right. Even though it's a Texan, I want to see what he look like in another defense. But we were at Anderson and them was there. They played well. They got him. But you see how he looks. I'm talking about Josh Allen look and he's actually going downwards instead of progressing. And Lamar, now it's like we got to see what he looked like with the weapons he got now. So now, for the people that was already saying Josh Allen got him, he ain't got no MVP, no nothing. He, a lot of people might owe oh Lamar a big apology. Just know that P- people can't always be prisoners I of the moment. But Josh, Josh Allen did prove himself I'm, that he he got a lot of work to do.
6: I mean, Ty, I don't let don't me let me just ask long. you this. Go ahead, go ahead, serious.
0: Well, I mean, I'll say this in breaking news. I'll come to you in a second. Um, I think the jury's still out on Lamar Jackson because I, I, I need to see Lamar Jackson do it with legitimate weapons. Like I, I, I respect, I respect what he's done to this point. I, I don't think he's a solid quarterback. just, 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 just me being 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 real but at the end of the day um he has a legitimate receiver now is a flowers I, I i don't think odell Beckham jr is, is the guy um i, I if I, if he if he does it for a full 17. um i i i, I may need, need to eat some humble pie but breaking news talking to me how you feel
6: I was just going to say, listen, you know what? I, I'm, I'm happy for Lamar, and, and I appreciate what you're saying about having some weapons with flowers. Uh, I agree with you on Odell. I mean, the one catch was nice. But, I mean, before we get too too excited and, and, and pound the desk too much, I mean, I mean, the man had 170 passing yards, no touchdowns, one pick, against the statistically worst defense in the NFL last year. Now, I know this is the new season. I know that Demico Ryan took over, and you know they're probably going to be better. But anybody that doesn't think the Texans aren't going to be a, a bottom half of the league defense, like I, I just I need to see more before we get too excited about Lamar.
0: With that being said, let's talk about that particular game that the Houston Texans, um, you know, played the Baltimore Ravens to
1: two piece
0: point. Lamar Jackson and that and that outfit poured out a win. Um, they did end up losing J.K. Dobbins. But I wanted to kind of spin it and talk about, you know, what we saw from the rookie uh, quarterback for the Houston Texans and, and and their rookie wide receiver and how D'Amico Ryan did. C.J. Uh, Stroud uh, had a somewhat a pedestrian type of day, threw the ball 44 times versus that Raven defense, which is really not the recipe for success. Didn't turn the ball over. He was sacked a ton of times. Um you know, Damian Pierce didn't run the ball well. Nico Collins really started to come into his own, if you will. Um, same the Slug, you know, if, you, if you're in a fantasy, man, go stash that guy. I think he's going to be something uh, later on down the road. But let's talk about that game where the Baltimore Ravens, you know, proved to be victorious 25-9. to nine. Um, Mr. Harvey, I'll come to you, sir. Um, if you look at that particular game, what stood out to you um, as it pertains
4: to either side of the ball? Just about what I expected, a lot of learning curve for C.J. Stroud. uh, Tough defense to make your debut against. But a guy that I was very, very high on and thought a lot of going into the season, I think uh, did some things to show you why. I was really impressed with the rookie, J. Flowers. uh, You know, seven balls, right, about 100 yards or whatever he had. Uh, So impressed with him. You know, and then obviously – Obviously, the J.K. Dobbins injury. Uh, We we mentioned injuries earlier. Um, but So, Gus the bus, and, you know, they say they're just going to stay in-house. But you wonder uh, what that looks like in that running game. He's still got to have some balance there, but I love that they have some weapons on on offense. And even, you know, Beckham made a few plays, too. So, I mean, he had just to his top two receivers, I think he completed 12 balls. I want to say – uh, Flowers caught seven and Beckham caught five. I wonder how many games last year um, he actually completed twelve passes to wide receivers. Uh, I, I don't know that you'll find very many. So they did get him some weapon. You know this is week one of the Todd Monken offense, um, and they did what they were supposed to do. They beat an inferior football team. So you know, I'm curious to see him moving forward, but. You know, hey, business as usual in week one. Uh, you know, one of the important things in a season is you need to beat the teams you're supposed to beat, and Baltimore. Yes, yes.
0: I can respect it. I can respect it. I'm going to press on a little bit unless anybody else want to talk about this particular game. We've got a lot of games to go through, so I kind of want to move on quickly. Anybody else want to hit this one real quick, or we, or, or we get to press on? All right, cool. This to is me? Go
5: oh, um, oh, okay, go on. Talk to me. Talk to me. No, the one thing I was gonna say is um, the one knock I have toward Lamar is he gotta take care of the ball because he still that he could run and hold the ball like a loaf of bread. And I know he's shifty, quick and yeah. fast, but he was losing the ball doing that. He can't continue to do that because he's a dynamic weapon out there. He can get away with it, but he was fumbling, so that's what cost him. So he has to watch that because now you got the pieces to make this happen. D'Amico Ryan is a former linebacker. That was the problem because they got linebackers forcing him on the spy mode, and that wasn't really working for him as much as he wanted to. But the passing game was working, and that's what was killing the Texans. They couldn't stop the pass. So, And Andrews yeah. wasn't a big factor in the game. So, picture, picture when Andrews get into the fold and everything. It, 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 it gonna, I told y'all before the season started, the Ravens going to be that team in the AFC North, and Pittsburgh was going to be a problem. Look how week one came out.
2: I
0: mean, it, it's week one, so, you know, we'll, let that pick with a broad brush. Lamar Jackson was sacked four times, um, and he led the team in rushing. Uh, so, again, we got to make sure, you know, you you drop the bag, you know, on Lamar Jackson. You got to make sure we protect himself and, you know, make sure he's there later on in the year. But I digress. We'll press on. The next game I wanted to talk about was the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, versus the Indianapolis Colts where another rookie quarterback, uh, Anthony Richardson, uh, fared a little bit well um, in, in his rookie debut, picked up a touchdown, he did throw an interception, uh, but Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars proved to be victorious um, in a game that was very entertaining until until late. Um, you know, Dylan, I, I, I throw this one at you, sir. What did you see from this game? Anything that stood out to you? Um, and break it down how you see it, man.
3: Yeah, I, I caught a little bit of this game. I mean, thank God for NFL Red Zone. Um, we said it. I think me, you, TP said it. Y'all must have forgot about Calvin Ripley. Did he not look good in that game? Oh, my God. Like, he oh looked my. like he did yes, not man. take a whole ye- whole season off. Serious. Like, eight catches for 100-plus yards and a touchdown. Like, he just looked so fast, shifty. He looks like reinvigorated, rejuvenated, everything you could think of, and so I think adding him to that offense is gonna be is gonna be dynamic. I think Trevor Lawrence had a good game. I think the first half he kind of struggled a little bit. He got kind of found his footing in the second half, and the offense kind of got going. But his second year with uh, Doug Peterson is gonna do wonders for him. Like remember, Doug Peterson's second year in Philly. With Carson Wentz, he was an MVP candidate, and they won the Super Bowl with Nick Foles. So, um, I, I'm expecting big things from Trevor Lawrence. Anthony Richardson looked good, um, you know, until he got that injury. I hope he, everything's all right with him. But, um, you know, he impressed. Um, you know, didn't the moment didn't seem too big for him, a guy that doesn't have a lot of experience um, under the quarterback. So, he looked good. I think he just needs weapons. Pittman had a good game. Um, caught that touchdown. Yeah. Um, but, no, listen, I, I think the, the Jaguars are the class of that division. Um, and on the road, they got a good win against uh, a team that played a lot better than I thought they would.
0: I respect it. I respect it. Anybody else want to touch this one or, or you guys should be pressed on? Huh? <clears throat> oh, Here's her. I'm
5: going to keep the... Oh, go, ahead. go ahead. You hit it first. Well, no, I'm going to just say this. I'm going to do it quick. I'm going to keep the fight going in here. Um, Calvin really had a great game, Barry. I agree with you. Um, by default, the Jaguars are going to win the south. Um, I'm not thoroughly yeah. impressed with the Jaguars. They, they struggle with a Colts team that's trying to figure it out right now. And um, that was the situation at the end of the game. If Andy Richardson don't get hurt at the end of the game, this is a game that the Colts mm-hmm. could have won. The Colts could have beat them. I'm not thoroughly impressed with the Jags. Everybody, I'm a big Trevor Lawrence fan, and I was a fan before he started turning it around. And um, – he finally turned it around. Everybody like Jags and that The Jags could have lost to a coach team that's rebuilding badly. I'm not thoroughly mm-hmm. impressed with what I saw. They did get out there by the hands of their chinny-chin-chin. Chin. They're going to win that division by default because there's a lot of youth in that division unless the Titans do something miraculously, and they almost beat the Saints. But the Jags, are they don't got a clear-cut edge across the, the board. I don't think they're that strong. I didn't hear you. Say it again. I just...
0: I said the Titans need a quarterback. I don't know who said board. it. We'll,
4: we'll talk about the Titans in a minute. Yeah, we will talk, we'll talk, we'll talk oh, about Titans. I'm sorry. In the so talk to me. Exactly I'm just going to say this. Quarterback. Go ahead, Harry. I think the, I think yeah. the, they have the best quarterback in the division. I told you guys last year. Uh, I, I think that Trevor Lawrence will be surpassing Josh Allen soon, but I agree. This is a Colts team that is trying to figure it out. Uh, you know, all these division games Sometimes tend to be closer than they're supposed to be But I do think Jacksonville wins The AFC South by default
0: That's right talk to me
6: I'll keep it short Ty kind of touched on this a little bit And I don't want to take anything away from Calvin Ridley's performance, but the biggest Takeaway I took away from this game Is the scouting combine And, and the, 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 the quote unquote scouts That think they know They don't know anything, man, because I'll tell you what Everybody said Anthony Richardson was behind all these other guys, behind Bryce Young, behind Stroud, behind, you know, uh, uh, Levis, all these other quarterbacks. I got to tell you, for my money, for what it's worth, giving, with, giving what he was working with, I thought Richard, Richardson was the best player on the field, and I didn't think it was that close. How many times did he avoid facts? How many times did he pick up first downs where he was running over people? Now, I worry about – here's what I think about. Th- that that very easily could have been a W, like Ty said. Imagine if you would have had Jonathan Taylor there and you now have an actual running game, how that game Bingo. could have been different. I Bingo. totally think, I think Richardson is going to be an absolute superstar, and I think five years from now, I think he's the best quarterback in that draft class.
0: Case can be made. Case can be made. I mean, I, I, I'm honestly a firm believer of you know, waiting and seeing. I mean, the man had 13 starts at the quarterback position, and he was the number five overall draft pick. With that being said, I I, I can't knock the man. Also, he went out there in his first in his first NFL game and, and did work. Um, so time will tell. But again, to to your point, we always we're always going to wonder what this Colts team is going to look like or would like with the Jonathan Taylor in uniform. Like, and again, I'm not begrudging the man for, for, for you know, stating his peace and trying to do what he needs to do to financially compensate himself. But this team is not as far away as people think. And if Anthony Richardson is getting a set of chemistry uh, with the Michael Pittman Jr. who went for eight catches for 97 in the touch, um, you know, they can do something here. Now, again, I think the Jaguars will win the division. Um, I think the Titans are in some serious trouble. We'll talk about the Titans um, in, in, in a little bit. But to your point, um, breaking news, Jonathan Taylor need to be in his lineup, and, and he wasn't. Man. And he wasn't. With that being said, we, we're going to press on really quickly because I do want to get through as many games as possible before we start breaking down our own. The next one I want to talk about, uh, was it was a nice little shootout against the Miami Dolphins and the L.A. Chargers, uh, where the Dolphins won 36-34. Um, if, you know, firepower and fireworks were all on display there, too, we're talking about lawyers through for 466 yards, three touchdowns and a pick, Justin Herbert, uh, another guy who I think it may be a little bit overrated, but we'll talk about that, I'm sure. Uh, He threw for 228, and and it touched Austin Eckler, uh, who popped on the injury report this week. Um, So for those of us playing DFS and fantasy, we need to keep an eye on that. But he ran for 117 and a touch, um, and the Miami Dolphins won a shootout. Uh, Dylan, talk to me, man. Tua, Justin Herbert. Just take this take thing where you want to take it, man. Talk to me about this game as you saw it unfold on
3: Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Um, they got to keep Tua healthy. If he stays healthy for a full season, this is a championship, like a conference championship level team. Like, I don't know any offense as good as this offense. Like, when everybody's healthy. Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill together are a problem. Tyreek Hill is just a freak of nature. Like He is just so fast. The routes that he runs, how he gets open across the field is just unfair. But Tua is the key. If he can stay healthy, I mean, he easily had the best performance from a quarterback, right? Over 400 yards, three touchdowns and an exception, like you said. So, this defense, the sky's the limit. I was kind of surprised that the defense for the Dolphins you know, didn't play as well. Now, obviously,
2: you know, they have a couple
3: injuries with Ramsey in the course. um, So that kind of hurt their standing. So, you know, they got into a shootout with a really good Chargers team. The Chargers will be right there. I think their offense is good. I think Herbert is that good. I think the combination of him and 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 Kellen Moore – uh, I think it's going to do well, at least from a pass perspective. I think Staley is, is the guy that is, is going to be the fall guy if anything goes wrong with that Chargers team. Um, you know, so just you know, he just does, I, he just makes really silly decisions for me, and it's it, it's mind boggling. But um, yeah, the, give the Dolphins their 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 kudos. They're, that's a that's a good team. That now with everything shaking out with Josh Allen, you know, not playing some good football. Aaron Rodgers uh, lost for the season. This Dolphin team, if they stay healthy, this is their division to win. They better do it.
0: You know, it's funny you mentioned the head coach. I mean, if if you guys read the article that we did, breaking down the divisions um, and kind of seeing how things, you know, unfold, one of the things that I said when I spoke about this L.A. Chargers team was they're going to charge her. You know what I'm saying? This is a team that literally invents ways to lose. Like, I, I, I don't understand it. Like, the, the the way they lose ball games, you, you score 34 points. You have a 230-yard a pass, and so you have a one of that run for 117 yards. You've got all the weapons in the world. Keenan Allen was healthy and active. Mike Williams was healthy and active. Like, you guys are going up and down the field and you lose a ball game because you let a brother throw for damn near 500 yards. That's Madden-type numbers, dude. Like, that's what, that, that, that's what cats do on Madden. Like, that's insanity. And, and, and Stanley is, is a guy who literally, again, I, I, I'm not too sure why he coaches the way he coaches, but villain to your point, I think he's the problem. I think he is the problem because you can't have this assortment of weapons and this assortment of talent and still coach the way that you coach. I do believe that at the end of the day, the Chargers have some legitimate pieces, and they could be a formidable playoff opponent. Like, But every time I look at them, you know, especially coming off of last year, I think of, you know, 27 to nothing, and you lose because your coach doesn't know how to close and coach you to a win. Uh, T.P., talk to me, man. uh you know, Justin Herbert, Chargers, Dolphins, firepower all over the world, Lions, Tigers, Bears. Oh, my. Talk to me about
5: it, man. Huh? Um, I hope everybody's calm. Please sit back because I'm about to start a freaking wildfire. First and foremost, a lot of people going to ask the old Tua apologies, even though his concussion situation is the issue that everybody needs to be concerned about. Tua lit that stat board on fire. Second, before I get away from Tua, Tua just put Tyreek back in that conversation for best wide receiver in the league. And Tyreek's situation still didn't change. Even though Justin Jefferson lit it up last year and basically put himself in that conversation because of the year that the Vikings had, Tyreek hasn't gone anywhere, and he just showed you what it looked like on the road crossing the country and giving the Chargers every little bit of what they had. Now, let me just remove that light away from the Dolphins and put this on the Chargers. I don't know where to start. Coaching, Herbert, or the defense, but I'll do it one by one. Let's start at the head, the coaching. If Stanley don't get this together now, I'm talking about now you can fire him January 2024. They can let him go because it's not going to change. That's still the same Chargers team that lost to the Texans. That's them. That's them. I'm, listen, Eckler can't save them forever. Eckler just got hurt. We'll see if he can put it together without Eckler because if he don't, I'm going to go to the quarterback, Justin Herbert, the dude that just got a whole boatload of money, still look like the same Herbert. I like them coming out of college. I wanted him because I, I was done with Stafford. But we got situations where his are supposed to show up where a lot of people are before the season started said that the Chargers were a top 10 team in the league. They're not top 10 in the league to me. They are not a top 10 team in the league with me unless he could change this and really dominate a game. Like he is literally fighting for games even at home and so far. I, I, I haven't seen anything change. It's still the same Chargers. And third. The Chargers may finish under 500 this season because that defense looks worse. They look worse. I, I can't. Let, they got all of their star quality names that you could think of on that defense, and they can't get stops. You guys, damn! They gave up 40 points at home. You, this, this, not to pick on Barry, but this is the Giants. I gave up 40 points basically at home. Everybody's there. This is the start of the season. There's no excuse, Joey Bosa. Who are you? I, I used to like being all the way. He used to play football coming out of Ohio State. He's a great end. You don't. You don't even exist. You don't even look like you. Nick Bosa, brother, his big brother. You don't. Y'all don't even. Y'all, he's a mile ahead of you, and he's younger than you. Where, where are these guys? Where's Khalil Mack? Where all these? What happened? Who's on the defense? Tell me names on the defense that you need to be worried about. The chart. The char, I, don't, I don't. What Ray did he do? Darren Tell
1: James.
5: Me, What did, Not,
2: what did, what did, what did, what did
5: do? What, Oh, oh, okay. I, I thought not, you were trying to give me something. No, I'm saying,
1: like, saying? look at the money that
3: they're getting, James and, and Asante Samuel Jr. They're getting a lot of money, Bosa, and
2: they did nothing. Nothing.
5: If you watch Color Purple, they said God trying to tell you something. I ain't playing. Listen, that defense is crazy right they now. And they how did it get over better? There. Wow. What did they, bro, I'm tell, what did they do? What did anybody do on that defense? Anybody and, and two was is an issue. Yeah, and listen, like and Lord, you know I don't want it to be like that. But he got a concussion situation. Y'all should be stressing to get home. All the fr- front, at least the front four, at least the front four. And if he's in the blitzes, everybody should be forcing the fact to get home to at least tackle him. I don't want to see you knocking out the game, even though. It's a part of the game. They couldn't even get there. Two and licked all up so they to lit up so bad when he got the presser at the end of the game on the field, they told him the stat line, he looked impressive himself. He's like, That's what the stat line was? Like for real This is the Chargers at home. At home. Like I'm no way, no how. You in the words of Aaron Sirius Simmons, miss me with this one. <laughs>
0: yeah, man, that joint is in my mind. Breaking news, talk to me, man. i this Chargers and Miami Dolphins team, man, to talk to you. Here's the thing, like, T.P. TP mentioned the, the the L.A. Chargers defense, you know, not stopping anybody. It's, it's not like the Miami Dolphins did anything either until late in that ball game when they got the sack to close it down because literally
2: the
0: LA Chargers threw up thirty-four points on they on they dome piece. But talk
5: to me yeah. about that. How do you, feel? Whoa, but wait, wait, before you go, Who, who, who do we mm-hmm. recognize on the Dolphins defense for me to say that? Like we who's big on the Dolphins defense? I mean, they you got, got
0: names. Got, um, I mean, they got a couple. They of got Davian Howard, uh, right? Howard over there. They got Bradley, Bradley Chubb. Chubb, uh, you know, so they I mean they—they they got a couple names over there, but ultimately, you know, to, to 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 rebut what you had to say, like no disrespect to the Miami Dolphins for getting the win, but this was a shootout, like this was well, a shootout, which means no defense was played. Like, let's keep it a buck. I'm a I'm gonna I'm talk about mm-hmm. Steelers, you know, Forty ers and, you know, Giants-Cowboys here in the second, but there was no defense played in this ball game, as opposed to the other two where one team played defense, the other team did not. But breaking news, talk to me about this, man. Like, how do you see this one breaking down?
6: Listen, you guys did a fantastic job of explaining the deficiencies and all the issues. And, serious, I loved what you just said at the beginning of the segment, which was – it doesn't matter how talented the Chargers are, they find a way to lose. You know, you know, in, in the entire game, as many dropbacks as Justin Herbert had, he only had one sack, one sack through the whole game, and then on the last drive when they had to have it, he, does, he throws, he throws an, an, an air pass, obviously, with no receivers around that we get intentional grounding on, so there's a penalty, and then gets back-to-back sacks to end the game. And, and and to further baffle me, how do you how do you kick a field goal with fourteen seconds to go in halftime and allow the other team to score? Like, you could squid kick it, you could play prevent defense. There is so many different things that you could do and it just baffles me because they allow them to score with nine seconds, boys. By the time they kicked off, they got the ball. They had nine seconds on offense and they were able to get into field goal range. Then Chargers fourth quarter, they score, take the lead. What do the dolphins do? They immediately turn around less than a minute and take the lead right back. You cannot allow a team to steal your momentum like that. And I just got to tell you, and and serious, I appreciate you bringing it up, but you look at the stats, the Chargers ran the ball for 232 yards. Now, I don't know how that's going to affect everything else. Everybody wants to sing the praises of the Dolphins. But I'm just going to tell you right now, if I'm the Jets and I've got Brees Hall and I've got Dalvin Cook, even if I have Zach Wilson as my quarterback, I'm feeling pretty good right now because I know my team's not going to give up 36. No, nah, my team does. But what's?
0: What... We'll talk about that here in a minute. Man, call the number is 929-477-2759. Locking with Sports city chefs, man. Um, you know what? Well, we've got about an hour and some change left. Um, Harvey, do you want to touch this one or do you want to press on, sir? Mr. Harvey, if you're talking, you're on mute.
4: No, we okay, can uh, we'll press on. We can press on. The biggest okay. thing that I was going to hit was tua has got to stay healthy for sure. You know, there was a couple of years ago that people were wondering if he was that guy, and he's showing you what he's capable of, when he's healthy. they got to find a way to keep him on
2: the field. All
4: right. Fair enough, fair enough. Um,
0: wanted to talk about, um, you know, this Kansas City Chiefs-Detroit Lions game. We all saw it. It off the NFL regular season. Um, I have some choice words to say about some things, but I, I'll get to that later. GP this is right in your warehouse. This is the golf club. Um, so I'm gonna let you back lead off for it. Um, talk to me about how your boys went in the Arrowhead and got a win. Um, you know, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't, you know, flashy up and down, but it was very, very efficient. Jared golf through for for two and some two and some chains. Montgomery uh, was toting that rock. Um, Gibbs didn't, you know, get a lot of touches. He got seven rushes. Patrick Mahomes led the Kansas City Chiefs in rushing. I mean, it it was a lot going on, man. Talk to me about how you feel about it.
5: I'm an 80s baby. You know, I grew up in an era where a lot of good music came out. And um, shout out to a lady named Whitney Houston. And she said, I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? <laughs> the children <laughs> are the future. The future. And when I say the children, I'm talking about the rookies. And one rookie didn't even get to do much, but I wanted him to do more. Sam Laporta, that's a monster at the tight end position. He's getting praises from Kittle. Uh, Gronkowski, even Kelsey, they all love him. And when he caught a pass, he was burning on the corner, and the safeties was like, "Yo, we got to slow him down." And it took like four or five of them to tackle him. If he could keep getting space like that with everybody else eating, that's a full throttle offense. And, and once will come back, it's going to be crazy. But when I, I'm going to keep talking about the children. Um, Jack Campbell, if he get more, pose- you know, times in the game, this dude is a monster. Uh, Mahomes did a, you know, a pump fake that make him go left and try to throw it back into the middle of the field right behind him. He basically altered his body to break up a pass. And and I don't really feel like a lot of linebackers would have got back home to break that up. For him to be that young and that, you know, aware of the situation on the field is incredible. Andaloni, you better get it together, cause that young boy gonna end up taking your job real soon. You better watch out, cause he's six five, two forty, could move any he could hit. Um, but the piece that I said to you and Barry, serious and Barry, I think Mike might have been here too, that I told y'all about. I'm still talking about the children. Jameer Gibbs will be Barry Sanders 2.0 if he could be upright and healthy. That is Barry Sanders 2.0. This dude in the middle of a plate that a half a spin made dude fall. They couldn't tackle him, and he running people over. Look, I don't. I don't know what. Any running for 340, like we got he needs a home run hitter and every, seven carries for 40. So he getting six yards a clip. My goodness, like, like that's disgusting. If if that. If that gets better, like Lord, please let these dudes stay healthy. Let them stay healthy. This could be an incredible run by Detroit. Now, serious. I said this the uh, last week. You asked me a question about the record. I said I want to be fair. I said 12 and 5, 11 and 6. I said if they go 13 and 4, 14 and 3, miss me with that. dog. Don't, don't call my phone. Call Connecticut State Police. I'm up. To, I'm going crazy. <laughs> I'm going crazy. You remember our this now? This there's potential yeah, yeah, yeah. for this. There's potential for this to be a ridiculous season. They just got past Kansas City. That means that they go to every game and have the mojo to think that they could compete in every game, even the games that people think that we cannot win. They just beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead in a loud environment. Now I don't want them to get too hyped because they play Seattle this week in Seattle beat us last year, put up the MN 50 on us last year. So it's like, this is a revenge game. So they got to kind of temper it down, but if they could get away from Seattle with this win and keep this thing rolling, I don't see a problem in the schedule for us until Baltimore. And that's at least six games that we got to face right there. I'm not going to, I really hope we can go six and no and start running until we see them. But if they do do that, this is incredible. So, as of right now, I'm ecstatic that they were able to go in there and steal that. Even though Kelsey didn't play, I know it'd have been different in the drops that happened with Tony and the the one by McKinnon. With all of the drops that they had, were big to just like kind of reflect on what Kansas City did was big. And and uh, Chris Jones not playing that probably could have, you know, helped them stop our run game so on and so forth. But we you got to play the game. I knew I would hear that that people be like, oh well, Kelsey didn't play, oh Jones didn't play. I, I knew I would hear it. That's why I wanted them to play a full trip to try to earn the win. But I can't. Put these people in the game like it's mad, and then turn injuries off. And so on. I can't do that. So I got to right. take it how we can right. get it, and and the banners are up. We we got to shut the lights off in Kansas City, Missouri. So uh, forward down the field.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, honestly, for me, I I, I I'll say something on this, and then I, I I I'll take it around and see who else want to talk on it. For for me. This was more about the Detroit Lions and less about Kansas City. Like, I, I, I acknowledge and respect the fact that, you know, Kelsey didn't play and, um, you know, Chris Jones didn't play. But if I'm going to sit there and, and, and dog the Buffalo Bills for not going out and trying to secure a legitimate number two, number three wide receivers, then I have to do the same thing with the Kansas City Chiefs because you can't look at that roster as it's currently constructed and think that Travis Kelsey and the Mystics are enough. For for all intents and purposes, last year you at least had, you know, a Juju Smith-Schuster who, you know, can, you know, eat up some defenses and catch some balls and do some stuff. You know what I'm saying? You went to that game on Thursday night with, you know, uh, uh receive right, you know, Blake Bell, you know, Darius, Tony, you know, Valdes, Scantling, um, as your wide receivers. And, you know, again, for all intents and purposes, the Detroit Lions are a formidable opponent. But if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, what made you think you were that egotistical to go into that ball game? You know, without you know legitimate weapons for for Patrick Mahomes to use and throw to. Now, back to the Detroit Lions because they did go in there and get that dub and they figured out a way to get that win. I think they they didn't blink at the at the sign of adversity and and to to to, to the coach's credit, he he mentioned that in his post game press conference. He said that it wasn't perfect. It sure as hell wasn't. It wasn't pretty. It, it sure as hell wasn't. But they found a way to materialize the win in an environment that really wasn't conducive to them getting a win. It was banner night. It was, you know, the the swan song, if you will, of what was the 2022 season. And again, Patrick Mahomes to his point said it as well. You know, the banner's up. We got to go out there and get it done and, and try to repeat. It. And honestly. They, they didn't get it done. The defense of the Detroit Lions was all over the place. And, again, if I'm going to sit here and drag the Buffalo Bills like we did in the last segment for not improving the offensive line, uh, Patrick Mahomes needs some offensive line help because they had no resemblance of a running game at all. Patrick Mahomes led the team in rushing with 45 yards. Pacheco didn't get it done. Ilar didn't get it done. Sky Moore on the, on, on the Jets we didn't get it done. So, if you're going to sit there and try to repeat as NFL champion, you've got to do everything that you can to, to, to get it done. And the Kansas City Chiefs did do it. The Detroit Lions did. You know, Harvey, talk to me, man. This, this opening night game between the Detroit Lions and Kansas City Chiefs uh, went the way of the Detroit Lions. And again, to anybody's point that was in the building on Wednesday night when we picked this one, Everybody picked the Detroit Lions to win it, so it, it didn't come as a shot. It was better matter of how how the Detroit Lions did it. Talk to you, Mr.
4: I think it was a competitive ball game. I think they thought Ken, Dar- Ken Darius Toney is going to be that guy and Emerge is that guy, but as Barry said, he's never really seen him play. Um, you know, they're hoping that him or Sky Moore, or somebody can Emerge, uh, to your point. Yeah, you know, this is the nature of the beast when you – Uh, Once you you sign that quarterback to big-time money, and then you got a couple other franchise guys, you you just had to pay Jones, and it's only a one-year deal. Um, But you got to get real creative uh, when you trade for guys or you draft guys, and you got to hit on some of these guys to uh, be your support pieces. Uh, But at the end of the day, I agree with you. This is more about the Lions going in and winning that game. You know, Mahomes made one big mistake, but he also had a lot of stuff dropped. But the Lions went in, uh, took care of business, won on the road, spoiled ring night. This is a – I think this is a bigger win for the Lions than it is a loss for Kansas City right now. I think it was said last week by somebody here when they picked that game. They said, I think the Lions are going to win. I think the Chiefs are still going to be fine over the balance of the regular season. And that very well may still be the case. But, uh, you know, listen, that Lions team was so good the second half of the year, uh, minus one game. They just got off to such a so, slow start. And so, to me, this was big for them to go on the road, win in Kansas City, beat the defending Super Bowl champs, regardless of who played, because as C P said, you can't control that. But I just think as good as this team is, it's important for them to get off to a to a hot start, and they did. Um and so now things kind of set up for them, uh, moving forward. But to me, that's the bigger story than, than Kansas city losing this game that the lions were able to go in and get that done.
0: I feel, I feel. you call the numbers nine, two, nine, four, seven, seven, two, seven, five, nine, locking over sports City chefs uh, talking to everything week one NFL. Um, you know what? I, 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 I waited for this long enough. Um, I need to talk about what took place at Axel Stadium on on Sunday. Um, I did my finger food about it. It took me literally 24 hours to to kind of simmer down. Um, But I got a 49er fan in the building, so I'm going to, you know, let him bat lead off and then I'm going to talk about it. Um, Breaking news, man, y'all put it to us uh 25 point beating in my home opener worst loss under Mike Tomlin and 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 sure slash Heinz Field. um what was working for you guys now what did you guys what did you see as, as you watched it you and myself both come through the all 22 um some of you think, I think
5: I think he told me he was leaving as his, his grandson is here he told me that his, uh oh
2: congratulations his grand- to
5: his son and look 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 serious the crazy part his, his son's name is aaron by the way so aaron all the way around the that's board that's awesome so, yeah.
0: that's awesome well um sh- sh- congratulations. Congratulations. News, man. congratulations to him and his family i'm looking forward to talking about it as, as you press on um with that being said i'll go around uh and give you guys a chance to talk about it as you saw it Um, And then, obviously, I'm going to give my, you know, opinion on it. Um, You know, villain, talk to me, man. I'm sure you had you know, an eye on it as you were getting ready for your Sunday night game. But talk to me about what you saw from the 49ers and Pittsburgh Steelers uh, from Sunday's game.
3: Oh, man. Brock Purdy is just steady, man. He's the the right guy for that offense. Um, I heard a lot of people saying, you know, if it wasn't for, you know, if it wasn't for Brock Purdy, you know, like, John Lynch would get fired because of the whole Trey Lance thing. But, I'm like, he did still draft Purdy, right? Like, he was still smart enough to draft him. So, you got to give him a little bit of credit on that. The 49ers just um, – they just beat him up, right? I think the, the, the Steelers, this is one of the few times I've seen the Steelers not re- be, really play physical, especially at home. So – um that was alarming to me. Um, you know, you know Johnson getting hurt, that well, that was a problem. Uh, but I don't think that was the side of the game at, at any point. It's just an impressive win by the 49ers on the road. Um, like I said, they were more physical, uh, especially on, uh, on defense. And Christian McCaffrey, full season in San Francisco, is going to be really electrifying. Um, you know, they have weapons all over. They're a really good offensive line, and, you know, yeah, it's, the Steelers, it's just unfortunate because, I like, I like Mike Tomlin. Like, you know what I mean? If I could have any other coach other than Brian Dable, I would love to have Mike Tomlin as my coach. He, he's just that good. So, I'm sure he's going to correct it. I'm sure he's going to get after them. And, and But one thing I do have to say, man, TJ Watt, how many sacks do he have here? Three? Like, when he plays yeah. – He is both – we talk about Micah Parsons, but you cannot have a conversation – Aaron Donald, too. You can't have a conversation of of top defensive players without mentioning T.J. Watt. He's just different. Like, he makes that – even though they they got blown out, he he is a difference maker on that team.
0: Definitely, definitely, man. Um, Harvey, man, I'll come to you, sir. Um, did you catch any of this game? Wanted to get your opinion on it before I I, I, I I ran off.
4: I think that San Francisco showed you once again they could be the best defense in the league. I don't think that. You know, I think regular season speeds different from preseason. I think that Pittsburgh will be better uh, as the year evolves. Um, I think that. You know, the interesting thing with San Francisco is they got so many weapons on that offense. You know, Brandon Aiyuk gets two touchdowns. And I, from what I saw, Brock Purdy throwing the ball, it doesn't look like last year is a fluke at all. Um, and then, you know, Christian McCaffrey with a big run in the second half. You talk about him being electric. And one of the things that I, you know, read about in this year is they really think that one of the reasons why he always had the health issues in Carolina was that. They used him so much, but when you look at all the weapons on this team, uh they can load manage him a little bit and I think that's uh, I think that's going to be important uh They need to do all that they can to keep him healthy, but when this offense has everybody healthy and on the field, um it is a electric trick you know looking up uh, there are a lot of uh, you know y- you can find. If, if if you Google NFL power rankings, you will find more power rankings out there than there are teams in the NFL. Uh, but at the end of the day, a lot of them have San Francisco uh, number one after Week One for a reason. This was an impressive showing by the Forty Niners. Um, this was definitely a Week One performance uh, for the Steelers. I I don't I don't think that they're I think they're better than they looked this past Sunday, but it was definitely a tough way to open the season. It had to be hard to watch. And as we talked about before, serious, uh, on a different level, obviously, but I watched it happen to, to to my team on the college ranks in week one. So I feel you, bro. I feel you.
0: Yeah, man. It it, it was definitely hard to digest and hard to look at, um, but I had to take my medicine and take my pills um, and I sat through the whole thing and then came back home after um, the Sunday night game was over, so after the first quarter, um, and watched the All-22. Um, sorry, Jim. Sorry, I had um, Came back and watched the All-22 and kind of broke that thing down. Um, you know, for me, gentlemen, uh, Mike Tomlin categorized it as being kicked in the teeth. Um, and you know, if you listen to my finger food on, on the YouTube, um, you know, I outline it. Um, you know, the knee-jerk reaction um, for, for for me was the sky is falling. You know, this, that, and the third. And I understand this. You know, sixteen teams came out of week one with a loss. Super Bowls are not won in Week One. They're not lost in Week One. But what I did expect for us to do was compete, and there's to be a natural progression from Year One to Year Two for for Kenny Pickett, for for George Pickens, uh, Matt Canada, uh, Darrell Austin and, and, and alike. You know that there's a rule that says you're allowed to start fast. You're allowed to do that. Um, we don't have to wait until we're two and six and then go on a magic carpet run and try to back throw us off in the playoffs. We can actually start out, you know, and and, and win a game or two or three in, in the first half of the season. You know, when the leaves are changing and it, and, it's, and it's fall. Um, it doesn't seem like based off of history and what I saw in week one that. Um, that that may or may not happen now again i'm optimistic we play a cleveland browns outfit uh you know this upcoming monday um but based off of what i saw i didn't see anything that was encouraging um i i, I dare say i believe the the, the hype if you will for what i saw during preseason i believe the hype for what i saw uh when i went down there with my own two eyes and you know they were you know, running wide open and and, 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 and making smart reason Kenny Pickett was hitting his back foot and things were coming out, um, you know, on time to receivers and they were catching it in stride. I, I believe that. I know what I saw. I, I was there. I know what I saw. So I'm discouraged, but also encouraged because... I didn't want us to perform that way. I didn't expect us to perform that way. I didn't expect us, like I said a second ago, to not compete. But that's exactly what happened. That's what we put out on tape, and now we have to live with that until Monday. I don't even—I I don't even get Sunday. You know, we, we, we play Monday night, so I, 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 I gotta wait an extra day. But for 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 lack of a better phrase, uh, i I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. You know, um, you know, TP talked to me, man. I, I, I know you had uh, something to say about it. Um, And then Dylan, I, I, I'll come to you and we'll talk to Jonathan and, you know, we'll talk to fans and then we'll get out of here. But TP talked to me about this, Saint, uh this, uh, it was 49er game. I, 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 I definitely know you saw it. Um, there's
5: a song by Sean JZ Carter came out my senior year in high school called a week ago. It was all good just a week ago. Funny what? Seven days could change. Stand up, brothers. Now y'all sit down and had a firm grip. Now y'all dropping games. It was all good just a week ago. All of y'all was up in here screaming Pittsburgh. I told y'all to chill out because Pittsburgh ain't it. Pittsburgh had a sluggish start last year, and they got the same situation this year. If it was a basketball game and it was six fouls on the board, that means it's one and one. And when I say one and one, there's one guy on offense, there's one guy on defense that's a stud every game. Offensively, I think Najee is the stud every game. You can count on Najee to do what he's going to do. Defensively, it's T.J. Watt. He's going to do what he's going to do. Everybody else, where'd you go? Pick it. Everybody put all their hopes in you because you can um save the day at the end of the season because Trubisky looked bad there's still a problem at the quarterback position because you're going to face tougher defenses. You're in the black and blue division in the AFC. It's not going to get any easier. And there was something that Sirius said in the Singapore and said that usually we get them later in the season. Uh-uh, he was wrong. It was a year or two ago, I think two years ago, the Steelers were 12-0, and 0, and they lost to somebody to go 12-1. and 1. It was the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland has a good rivalry against these guys. Uh, Pittsburgh has to figure this out now. I love how George Pickens plays, but he can get lost in a game. Deontay Johnson, it's almost every season that he gets hurt, something goes wrong, he started grabbing at his hamstring, and he didn't didn't look the same within the game. And um, number 23 on your defense, how do I say goodbye? If you don't know what I'm talking about, this is the McCaffrey touchdown run where Brandon Ayuk lit him completely up. I, I forget who number 23 is on their defense, but he tried to come and get McCaffrey Locked. and got his clock cleaned. I'm talking about real bad. I'm talking about on TV, you hear the boom. It wasn't even no block. It was like, oh, he sprung him. It was, oh, my God, what had just happened, and McCaffrey was gone. It was, it, that block was everything on that run. I, listen, that that block had me out my seat, and I, I have a dog in a fight. Pittsburgh has their issues. I'm a big Mike Tomlin fan, but he, he he has to clean this up. Even though he's surviving going above 500 year after year, there are issues still remaining in Pittsburgh, and I don't think there's a dog in there other than TJ Hayward sometime. I, I do respect Cam. I respect him. And Najee, everybody else, y'all y'all got to look yourselves in the mirror and see if y'all want this because Pittsburgh has an illustrious history, and y'all don't look like y'all standing up for the bill. Um, see if Cisco went in there and went crazy. Purdy is uh, the truth. He is what he's, he's all about. Um, I don't like San Francisco because I got Kittle, and they got so many weapons on that offense, you don't know who will be able to get the ball. Kittle didn't even have to do much. It was like, wow, like, their offense is that legit. Their defense is all star star power, and both of them didn't even really get to go crazy in the game because Pittsburgh's offensive line focused on him. So, um, Pittsburgh has a lot of work to do. Uh, I feel like they're going to have to fight their way tooth and nail all throughout the season, and uh, San Francisco is one of the best teams in the NFC right now, or NFL, either way you put
0: it. Yeah, man. I mean, I I can't even really be mad at, at, at the tape, you know. For for me, um, you know, we got some work to do. We we really got some work to do, and I I do believe there there is time for us to 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 adjust and, and make a move and 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 do some work you know then T.P. said it a second ago, I mean, it's not like it gets any easier. We do play in arguably the, the toughest division in football, you know, when it comes to defenses. And literally what I saw on Sunday, you know, if the game was still being played, San Fran would still be scoring. We we, we couldn't stop anybody. And, again, for, to, to, to those that say, well, you know, Cam Hayward went out. Cam Hayward went out in the early part of the second half. We had we we gave up two hundred and twenty some odd yards in the first half. Can't hate what was there for that. For those that say Deontay Johnson, you know, got hurt and our offense couldn't move. We managed one offensive yard when Deontay Johnson was healthy. One. You heard my finger food. One to do. Um but I'm I'm a press on man. Calling number nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine. The 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 battle in the Meadowlands uh, took place on Sunday. Uh, villain again coined it. You know, wrote about it. Did a finger food about it. Uh, I'm also going to let him bat, you know lead off here. Um, you don't got to rehash everything yet. You rehashed in, in, in your finger food episode. Or, or, or your article, but we, got, we we got to talk about it, man. 40 to nothing, um, a lot of jokes, a lot of questions. Daniel Jones um, looks like Daniel Jones. Uh, but talk to me about how you feel, man.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I did talk about it. I did write about it. Um, it? first of all, I don't want to hear any Daniel Jones talk. Daniel Jones is not the reason why the Giants bought 40 to nothing. Okay, I I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear Daniel Jones versus Dak. That's bullshit. I don't want to hear that. If you have no offensive line, there is nobody that's going to look good. I, I don't care if you got the greatest quarterback behind them. You, you got no offensive line, you got nothing. And that's what the Giants had. And, and it's not even that
2: they they had no
3: offensive line. They could not figure out how to – to handle the speed rush of the Cowboys, that Cowboys defense is legit. We all know that that defense is really good, and it it just my it just boggled my mind that the first drive you figured out a way to attack that defense. You attack a speed defense by running right at it, and then they t- completely got away from that, and it was just like. Brian Dable and Mike Kafka need to be held accountable for that performance as much as the players who sucked, and the offensive line has sucked, and the defense has sucked, and everybody sucked. I mean, the the ball boys sucked. I mean, the 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 vendors suck. I mean, you know the guy, the security guys that weren't even facing the field that are supposed to be looking at the stands. They, everybody sucked. all right? It was terrible yeah, from yeah. the Giants, right? Are my security, no security No, guys offense,
2: no offense to you, Jared.
3: I know, no offense to you, Jared, but you understand what I say. Anybody in that stadium sucked if, if you weren't wearing Cowboys. You know what I mean? So, uh, but no, Brian Dable, he said it right. Everybody had a bad game on the Giants' side, and it was really, it was really pathetic, so that, you know, they got to come back next week and, and correct it, but um, I don't even know if they can, because Andrew Thomas now has a hamstring injury, we don't know his availability, uh, Neil, uh Evan Neal just has, you know, he's on the field, and that's a liability at this point right now, the, you know, the, the guards were terrible, everybody was terrible on their offensive line, but the turnovers killed them, seven sacks, four turnovers, I mean, three turnovers, so um it was a bad effort all around even the best you know one of the best special teams guys uh kickers graham Gano, he had a terrible game it was just bad all around and and uh, you thought like i said in my finger food you thought the gap closed because they added some talent the gap didn't close it just showed how far away they are from really hanging with these elite teams the Cowboys defensively, were unbelievable. They were fast. They were aggressive all over the ball. The, the Cowboys offense didn't really have to do much because the, the, the defense spotted them such a big lead. But, you know, like, they had one drive, one, one really good drive. Other than that, they really didn't do much. They didn't have to
2: care. By that
3: point, they were up, what, uh, 26 to nothing. So it was it was a bloodbath. You just got to turn the page if you're, a, a you know, in that Giants. Uh, side of the ball. If you're the Cowboys, I, I don't want to say that they're on their way. I think Cowboy fans, you know the ones that I know that are a lot of my family and friends, family members all over me. You know what I mean? Like they think they're on the way to the Super Bowl. Slow down, Paul. Slow down. It's one game.
2: <laughs> it's
3: one game. You look really good against a team that was overmatched. Let's see how you do when you're supposed to play these teams that, you know, are on your level.
0: I will say this, though. I mean, um, I I, I keep saying that because I I have to live it. You know what I'm saying? You know, games are – seasons are not won and lost in week one, you know. Um, So I I do believe the Giants will recover and and regroup, and let's keep it a buck. You know, the New York mm-hmm. Giants were a playoff team a season ago. I do think right. that they didn't do enough talent-wise to add, but that's another conversation for another day. I did want to pass this around um, because, again, we did listen to the finger food. We did read the article. Mr. Harvey, talked to me, man. This New York Giant-Dallas Cowboy game, you know, was over before it got started. And then the first quarter was, you know, 16 nothing. And literally the route was literally on from there. Talk to him. Ms. how you feel?
4: I think that this Dallas Cowboys defense is seriously legit. I think they like Damon Clark's been there an extra year, uh, at the linebacker position. We know what Parsons gives them. Um and now listen, don't underestimate what Stefan Gilmore brings to that defense. Um, he is a legit, legit corner. Um his instincts, and and so now, he's the number one corner, and you got Diggs on the other side, who's kind of a ball hawk. Uh, but adding Gilmore on the outside is huge for that defense, in my opinion. Uh, and then just looking at this game, uh, the the Giants gave they they helped him out too along the way, you know, with the turnovers and and all the different things, and this is not a team that you can help out. You can't really expect to to lose the turnover battle against a team like Dallas and expect to uh, walk out with a win. I did not expect it to be this one-sided and this disgusting, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, but a Dallas defense is legit. I, I think that now that you've got another speedster weapon to go along with C.D. Lamb on the offensive side of the ball, Brandon Cook's a guy that kind of gets swept on, uh, and partially because he's bounced around to so many different teams. But Brandon Cook's is a problem. And and then you look at, at just that offensive line look good. Uh, this, this Dallas team is legit. This Giants team has plenty of questions to answer. I don't think that they're as bad as they looked this past Sunday night, and I think they're going to win their share of games. Uh, but this was definitely not a, a a pleasant opening act. And once again, I'll tell Barry the same thing I told Sirius. Uh, I, I know what it feels like to wait all season, wait all summer to see your team get started and then have to stomach something like that. Uh, it's not a lot of fun. At all, um, but you know Barry's team in college did it to mine, and now he had to uh, he had to swallow it uh, when it happened to his pro team uh, exactly seven days later in the same time slot. Uh, it, it definitely is, uh that's not an easy one to swallow. And I will say this: you're right. Uh, Super Bowls are not won or lost in week one. Playoff bursts aren't either. But I saw something crazy that said something like 75% of the playoff teams over the last several years uh, started 1-0. and I, I'm, I'm going to have to go back and look at that, and I'll, I'll give you guys that number again.
0: We uh, yeah, have technical difficulties? Okay. All right. Well thank you so much, Mr. Harvey. Um, before we press on T P man, talk to me, man. It's um it's a, it was it was an interesting one, um, with with the New York football giants and, and the Dallas Cowboys, man. Let me know how you feel about
5: it. Man, uh, Barry can sit there and act like he said he don't wanna hear it. I wrote a song about it. Wanna hear it? Here it go. Listen, Therese Simmons. We sat right here in his kitchen in August. Am I correct? And we told him about the Daniel Jones Dak discussion. As a matter of fact, it was July, because he had a birthday party at his house, and he put all of the friends and family on me, and they started yelling at me, screaming Daniel Jones is better than Dak. Right? So now he comes in here and just got blown out off his feet, and he said, "I oh, only want to hear it, but you gonna hear it." You gonna hear it today. Now, you just said no, but then you said everybody sucked. I don't I don't know how that makes sense that everybody sucked, but he dodged a bullet. He got Saquon lit the hell up. That pick six won't Saquon. That was him panicking. Panicking. If he had if he had other things, he, he know how to audible get out of there and make something else happen. If if Dable can't get him the right offense, something's wrong. If they want the behind Danny Jones, that's what that is right there. They all are bad. The Giants just like they did in the movie Players Club, blue. If I raise up, it's gonna be trouble, trouble. And that's exactly what Dollar Bill did. They stood up and brought trouble to the Giants in New Jersey in the rain. The, you would think that this game would be somewhat like a seven. If it was that bad, seventeen nothing, twenty-one nothing. They put up forty in the rain. And it wasn't even a passing game that did it. The defense really the defense scored twice. So if you take away the two defense scores it's still twenty six points on the board. The Giants got so many different leaking holes in that team. I'm going to say this hot take now. Arizona's beating them on Sunday. They are going to lose to the Arizona Cardinals in the toaster oh, wow. in the desert. I'm saying that right now. Listen, the Cardinals look good. Serious? I may owe you a big apology. You want to know why? Why? We sat here in August, and you said the team that has the most talent between the Giants and the Commanders is the Commanders. I looked at you like, whoa, really? And you and the villain got into an argument. Do you remember this? uh, Actually, now that you brought it up, I do. I do. So so I sat up there was on Barry's side like, yo, you bugging. Like, I don't know. I think the Commanders got it. The Commanders got more talent on their team than the New York Giants series. I apologize. I apologize. It's
2: all good.
5: I sat there and felt some type Whoops. of way because I was flashing a pan, prisoner in a moment. And the way that the Giants look, that's incredible. Top to bottom, offensive line. Where, where's Thibodeau? They try to compare Thibodeau to – So, Trayvon Walker and and, and Aiden uh, Hutchinson, where where are you? What's going on? Uh, Hodgins, the the receiver that people were saying that he's going to be the star in um, the offense, really? Um, He fumbled again in a big play. That happened against the Lions. When they're making him fumble, he don't even care about the ball. Like, What's going on? Where are these playmakers at? There's a lot of issues going on in East Rutherford, New Jersey, that I feel like they may end up being at the bottom of the NFC East, if not the bottom of the NFL, period. Brian Dable, if you don't get this figured out, you're in trouble. I know they're going to keep you there for at least two years, but you're in trouble if you don't turn this around ASAP. And I'm going to say this here and now, Saquon will be gone in February. When this season is over, he is gone. I'm not sitting there watching me get beat up for this dude that gives twenty nine more million dollars than me a year. Are you crazy? I'm out of Jersey. I don't care what happened. The only way he stayed is if the Giants win the Super Bowl. That's it. He, Saquon Barkley will no longer be a Giant. February 30, 29, 28, ninth, twenty eighth, two thousand twenty four. He will not. He's gone. He's out of there. That and I know him and his agent gonna be uh, shopping all around town. That's that's a fact
3: yeah
0: yeah it's um it's interesting um when you stop to stop and think about it villain uh I- i'm gonna come to you let me get Mr. harvey back in here but villain you heard what the what the boss man had to say um you know I- i'm gonna give you the opportunity to to, to, to cover you 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 can pu- you can press on and-, and
3: do it another time um okay. yeah i i wasn't listening <laughs> okay <laughs> no, <laughs> listen Listen T.P. can say whatever D- Dable's j- job is not in trouble Give me a break, dude uh, Stop um, Daniel
2: Jones if, if this was, if this Daniel continue, Jones me... I didn't
3: cut you off I didn't cut you off
2: Daniel Jones
3: was dropping back Two seconds later It was on his ass You th- you think that's because He's a deserve $160 million? Is that what we're talking about? Come oh, he on, don't man. deserve like,
5: $160 million he don't deserve that. No,
3: Cause, he don't. Because he, he didn't block. Because he didn't block. Yeah,
5: okay. Because he didn't um, block. That. Yeah, that's He looked right. that's right. Everybody that's in the, America he said, said he looked bad. He everybody block. in America Dan said he looked
3: Dan, bad. Truscott, Dan Truscott didn't have that much of a better game. He threw for, what, 50% yards and 140-something yards? He didn't do that great either. I mean, what are we talking about here? Like,
1: listen, I'll,
3: I understand I'll, everybody I'll, wants I'll, to pile uh, on Daniel Jones because he got money and Saquon Barkley got running back money. But – I mean, if we if we really think Daniel Jones is the reason why they lost that game, and Daniel Jones doesn't deserve money, I mean, then we we don't know football. That's not why they lost. They lost because they got their ass kicked at the line of scrimmage. That's why they lost. Period. I
0: think it's highly ironic. And Mister Harvey, I, I I I'll come back to you, you know, and then we we we'll talk about the Saints Titans game. But I, I think it's highly ironic for somebody who doesn't want to continually talk about Daniel Jones and Dak Prescott, that every time Daniel Jones gets brought up, Dak Prescott subsequently's name gets mentioned. But also for, 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 for us, for, for me, and again, um, we all watch the game, okay? And, again, I'm not negating the Dallas Cowboys defense being, you know, stellar. But Daniel Jones looked like absolute dog water. Thank you. And he did throw the football. Like, I I, I get it. There were moments when the pocket was there and he wasn't accurate. There were moments when he rolled all the way out to the right-hand side and instead of throwing the ball out of bounds.
5: Went out of bounds. You
0: know, he's about to go cross-body Josh Allen style. And threw the ball to a defender. So again, the offensive line was horrible. The defensive line was horrible. The Giants, like the Steelers, played like dog crap. But uh, to, to 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 use my famous phrase, you could mess me with this whole. You didn't think Daniel Jones was the reason that they lost the ball game? You ain't. You, 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 we don't know football when we all sat there and saw Daniel Jones play bad football. He has to eat that. Now, is he going to be better? We'll see. Is there an opportunity for him to do better against Arizona, which is a, you know, far-looser opponent defense-wise? It's very, very possible. But Daniel Jones has to eat this because that brother played like dog crap. And we, we just have to own that.
4: So I'll, say this I'll say this real fast. I'll say this real fast. It is tough to win when you just get absolutely abused at the line of scrimmage. I mean, listen, they should have been filing charges on both the offensive and defensive lines of the Cowboys I
2: mean, before they left the stadium. Like,
4: uh, police reports all this uh, because they just got violated at the line of scrimmage at the end of the day. But the good thing is This is a division game. They came into your house. They kicked in the front door, and they ate the big piece of chicken. So you got a chance later on in the year to go down to Dallas and return the favor. I didn't see anything this past week that shows me they're going to do so, but, and Barry caught it earlier. He said they were overmatched. So you get another chance this year. To see if you can close that gap, and to see if you look like you belong on the same field with them. So we'll see. But early re- early returns do not look great for the Giants. And the good thing is, you got 16 more uh, games. I will say this, though: I think uh, that for this team to be in the playoff discussion at the end of the year, even more so for this team than, than for uh, other teams that we that we have talked about tonight. This team definitely has to beat the teams they're not. Supposed, I mean, they're supposed to beat because uh, I I think that the NFC is pretty wide open, uh, but there is definitely clearly a talent gap between the Giants and the top two teams in that division. So they better get this Arizona game this weekend.
0: All right. With that being said. Mr. Harvey, I'm coming right to tell you the, the, the Saints, the, who that nation pulled out in a very close game against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Derek Carr, efficient, not otherworldly, but efficient. Um, 305 yards, threw a touchdown, threw a pick, sacked sack four times. The, it was more of a defensive ball game. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, like, what, what are we doing now, Tennessee? Like, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? Like, that man needs to be doing something else, not quarterback in the NFL franchise. Derek Henry, um, you know, ran for 60 yards. Tajay Spears, um, again, a guy who outsnapped Derrick Henry. If you're into that sort of thing for fantasy football and things of that nature, if you don't got Tajay Spears on your radar. Um, start putting him on your radar. I, I, I think there's going to come a point where he literally out snaps consistently Derrick Henry, but that time um, is it, not yet, even though he did it, you know, Sunday. But, you know, Mr. Harvey, talk to me, man. What would you see from your squad? Um, again, I, 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 I'm old school. I, I, I'd rather win ugly than lose pretty. And that and This score in this game was – definition of one of these ugly ones, but it's the one I'm not talking about it.
4: Yeah, so a couple things. I think that this is a clear indication that the Titans are not going to pay Derek Henry on this year. And so they're getting Ty J Spears as involved in the offense as they can. Um, thank you to the Titans uh, for poor play calling and for letting this game rest on the arm of uh, Brian Tannehill and for allowing Ty J Spears to be on the field uh more than Derrick Henry. Uh that is irresponsible and ridiculous play calling. Uh to me, uh listen. Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill. That to me if if Derrick Henry doesn't tote the rock more times than Ryan Tannehill throws it in any game, the offensive coordinator should be fired. I don't care. Like as a matter of fact, I I said this last night. He you don't even get to travel back on the team plane. You either fly on your own dime or we'll, we'll buy your bus ticket. Uh, just to me, there's no excuse for that. There was one uh, questionable call. The arm might've been going forward. It may not have uh, a scoop and score that got called back because the whistle was blown and probably shouldn't have been. They should have let it play out. Uh, so the referees messed that call up too. Uh, the Saints had some things definitely bounce their way. Now, they had, they did get down inside the 10 and maybe were in a position to score again late if they had needed to. Uh, but, uh, you know, hey, they were able to pick off Tannehill three times. They were able to get turnovers. They did not get turnovers on a regular uh, basis last season. So uh, that was promising. I do still believe in this defense. I think they're pretty good. You know, Derrick Henry had 40 yards in his first five carries. Um, you know, you you get five yards on first down and then you throw it twice. Uh, well, give it back to him. See if you can get five more. I think you can get five and two carries at least and keep the chains moving. So, I mean, maybe this is an idea of if we have Spears on the field a good bit more than maybe we have a fresher Derrick Henry uh, late in the season. I, I don't know, uh, but I definitely have, there, there's gotta be a lot of questions in the Tennessee Titans building. That being said, uh, Michael Thomas had a few catches uh, and made a couple of contested plays. Uh, Chris Olave didn't do anything to dissuade the fact that uh, I think he's a star. Uh, I said, also, going into the season, I said, watch out for uh, Shaheed Rashid. And, and a lot of people, you know, said, oh, you're just being a homer. This guy is, is fast, fast. Uh, he caught the only touchdown. Uh, you know, they had enough confidence in the quarterback on, when they needed a, a play on third down to throw a go route. I think it was third and six or something, and they threw a 41-yard bomb. Uh Carr missed on some throws, but he also made – that go route was a big-time throw. Uh, He made a couple big-time throws as well, 68%, 69% right in that range, Uh, fairly efficient. I'll take it. Uh, And, listen, you got to get – you got a couple weeks before they get Kamara back. I was not impressed with the Saints' running game at all. And, listen, Trevor Penny, this is his first year kind of really taking the job at left tackle, but – uh, I don't know. It was almost like he had a backroom deal cut with uh, Arden Key, the former LSU Tiger. He was just letting him in the backfield at will. They love the athletic ability that Trevor Penny has. Uh, they think he's going to be a legit uh, franchise left tackle at some point. Uh, but this was a game where he clearly uh, you know, watch the tape and he has a lot of growing to do at that position, a lot of reaching, and he just got abused by Arden Key uh, in that first half. Now they started helping him some in the second half and kind of chipping out to try to give some extra protection. Uh, This is a game that hopefully he can learn from because at the end of the day, Derek Carr is not mobile. I mean, he can get a few yards with his legs here and there, but they have to be able to protect his blind side in order to – in order for him to have the confidence to be able to, you know, go through his progressions and throw the ball down the field. We've all seen pocket passers that they start getting hit a lot. We've all seen them kind of get happy feet in the pocket and not really settle in, but I'll take the performance. And like you said, I would rather win ugly than lose pretty at the end of the day. uh, One and I need to see some improvement from the running game. I need to see the left tackle take another step forward and help out as far as protection goes. Um, this Saints team, in my opinion, they're fun, they're exciting, and they're flawed, And uh, but but they're going to play hard. And I think they have a defense that can keep them in, in a lot of games. Uh, so we we will see, but I'll take the win. At the end of the day, 1-0, keep it moving. Go to Carolina on Monday night. We start an hour before. Uh, your Steelers do, both of us are busy on Monday night. Uh, those two games are staggered. I think the Saints game's on ESPN at 7.15 Eastern, and then the uh, the Steelers start an hour later on ABC in the normal time slot. So uh, both of our teams, uh, we got to wait an extra day before they hook it up again. Uh, serious, but, uh, yeah, like, like I said, end of the day, 1-0 looks a lot better than 0-1, and I'll take it and we move forward.
0: Exactly. Thank you so much, man. Go give us a plug and a close out. We shut it down this season, buddy.
4: Man, love and respect. First and foremost to TP, the head honcho, man. Without him, I wouldn't be here. Respect and uh, love to the other chefs in the building. It was good to hear breaking news, Brian was back. Uh, if you listening, congratulations on being a uh, uh Glad you were, we were able to at least be part of that experience with the old man. So uh, thanks for uh, popping in. Uh, serious, man, you know, it's all love, homie. Uh, same with you, Villain, man. Always always uh, enjoy chopping up with you guys and doing a show. It's a pleasure and a privilege every time I'm behind the mic with you guys, man. Check us out, SportsCityChefs.com. Got Finger Foods, got another one coming out later this week. Articles, got all kinds of things. We're continuing to feed you content. So check us out. Like and subscribe. And not only like and subscribe, we say this all the time, but share too, man. If you resonate with anything that we're doing, Share. Subscribe to our shows. You can listen to us on your smart speakers and all that. If you subscribe, you'll never miss an episode. We got shows all week long, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. This is our NFL front office show. Call us Cookout on Wednesday nights, Roundtable Gumball on Thursday nights with Mr. Chandler Knight and myself. And then, as always, on Sunday morning, 11 a.m. Eastern time, the time of Sunday morning brunch where we chop it up, recap the weekend in sports, set the table for you and everything coming on Sunday. And the week ahead, uh, listen, shout-out to Coco Goff. We'll get into that more later on in the week. And Ronald Acuna just hit 37 tonight, and Matt Olsen hit 51. Braves' magic number is two. Les, les bon ton roulet. Peace.
0: Thank you so much, Mr. Harvey, for kicking in with us, man. Uh, again, such a privilege pleasure to, pleasure to share the mic with you. Uh, TP, man, give me a plug and a close-up. We shut the door down in the kitchen, my man. Um,
5: well, there's going to be more tomorrow. Uh, you did this is this is like um you know, hors d'oeuvres, your appetizer. You're gonna get a full course meal tomorrow. I'm not done. That's blue, I'm gonna raise up and it's gonna be trouble. Trouble. You lucky I kept it G today. It's gonna be rated R tomorrow. There's a lot of stuff going on. I wasn't feeling well this weekend, so I apologize for City, but that, on top of this weekend it was a great weekend for a twin Hurricane, for everything went crazy for me this weekend, and uh, a lot of stuff caught up to me, so I apologize. But on that note, Sports City, great stuff. Food all around the board, that good old food for thought. Hopefully they all did those dishes. On that note, tell a friend, tell a friend, it's the chef again. And if they don't know, now they know. Thank you so much, TP. Thank you
0: so much. Villain man, give me a plug and a club. Shut down the kitchen, my guy.
3: Thank you for having me. Uh, great show. See you tomorrow. TP, I'll be ready for you, brother. I'm ready for you. And and Kadarius Tony, don't forget, I think I forgot about you. Uh, I'm going talk about you. <laughs> we'll, we'll have fun. <laughs>
2: we'll, have, oh, yeah. we'll have fun. Shout out to you guys. Tomorrow's
0: going to be a show. Tomorrow's going to be a show, man. With that being said, it's your boy, Sarah, repping that phone, on 1-2-7-3. Um, much love and respect. Uh, to all those that was able to pop on, man, you know, Villain, TP, Harvey, Breaking News, all those that have been watching and listening to us on your smart speakers and your and your satellite TVs and all that sort of stuff, man. Hey, I'm going to say this and I'm going to get out of here. Rest in peace to Mike Williams. Uh, for those of you guys who didn't know, Mike Williams was a former NFL player, uh, played with uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, and a couple other squads uh, He died in a construction accident uh, Confirmed today So much love to him and his family uh, With that being said Man, one wanted them to be back in the building tomorrow You know, CPU Said it already, telephone, telephone It's a chef again, but they don't know, man Now we know, man, we out Sports City, Sports City chefs. Chef, Sports
1: City Sports City, Chef,
2: Chef
1: Sports City, sport city chef. Sports City sport chefs, city, chefs. Chef. Sports City, Sports City, Kaboom Sports City chefs is in the room Cooking up hot topics to put up on your the spoon They well in tune, bloom like a flower in June Superman verse and it's doom, the clouds loom To tell a friend, it's the Sports City chefs again Pay attention, tune in, we on the set again Sports City